this is today's agenda. We are going to we are going to talk about three elements of course engagement, communication, connection, and interaction. If you are teaching this summer, uh, your students will not be seated in the same classroom with their peers and listening to you. Instead, they probably will sit at their hall and then probably with their cats or dog like this picture shows. This is a new learning environment. So the question is, how could we engage students and help them learn in this new environment? The overall uh, strategy we recommend for communication is making it transparent, uh, consistent, and manageable. When we say transparent is try is that we should try to address uh, questions regarding how the uh, how you are going to communicate with your students and how students communicate with their peers. Uh, cover all these questions in your syllabus. We have three suggestions regarding uh, communication. You need to create a communication plan and inform students about the plan in your syllabus. And the next thing you want to do is communicate early and often. And why we recommend you communicate uh, as often as possible with your students, we wanted to make we want to make sure that the communication law is manageable. So for to make it uh, in using course FAQs is uh, one of the ways that you can manage the communication law. You don't want to answer the same questions uh, raised by multiple students. Course FAQs could help students find the answers before they ask you the question. So we say, we talk about using a communication plan. So for this plan, we would suggest uh, addressing these questions in your syllabus. And then when you start communicating your, with your students, we recommend start starting early as you may have done that already. Whenever the semester starts, you send a welcome to class message to your students. If you have done that before, you need to continue doing that in the summer. And because your students are away and uh, it's important to welcome to the class as they as you do uh, when you teach face to face. And what we meant for communicating often is that you may consider sending announcements to your class every week, sending uh, a, a, an announcement at the start of the week and at the end of the week. It may sound like a chore and then you may be concerned that your students may get annoyed because of receiving two announcements every week from you. However, this practice has been proven very effective and very popular among online students at Georgia Tech. So here, whether your students will be annoyed by receiving too many announcements or not, really depends on what you say in the announcement. Uh, this is an example of an end of week announcement. This is actually not a very long announcement. There are four bullet points here. First, the first bullet point, the instructor reminds students a deadline for project three. 
And then second bullet points, the instructor reminds students about their progress. And the third bullet is the longest. However, this uh, bullet list, the third one is really important because the instructor convey to the students that he actually read students' online discussion post and he recognized those good posts from students. And he encouraged students to continue doing that uh, in order to build a learning community. And the last bullet is that he wish students a, a great weekend and good luck on the project. So it's not complicated, and however, it's really it, it really uh, had a positive effect on students. And here is a student's comments. This student was from the class, and this student talked about that he or she didn't think that the announcement was useful to him or her. However, he, he realized that it was uh, this announcement was enormously helpful. Use course FAQs could be very effective in manage course communication law. Uh, so maybe it takes a, uh, takes some time to put together a list of FAQs. However, it would help your students find answers before they ask you questions. So you can combine a set of FAQs and post to the camera site and then tell students to go there and check before they ask questions. I'm going to pause for a minute here. I'm going to let you to take some notes using the worksheet to uh, check off a few items on the worksheet to see what you could do for communication. Your ideas and along with the ideas we suggested, take some notes. Ella, there's a question from Laura who's asking that because summer is such compressed and every day is like a week, would it be a good idea to send a message every day? I think you can do that. If you have up important updates every day for your students, or if you do, for example, you do some class discussion very often, and then you may talk about the questions that come up from the discussion, to address those questions, or as the uh, example I just showed, there are some really good points from students. You may point them out uh, and then recognizing their contribution to the class discussion. If you do it every day, just make it shorter because students may not have time to read a long announcement. There's also been um, several comments about using videos to uh, do the announcements instead of written. Do you have any thoughts about that? I think that's a good idea because in Canvas, when you uh, use the announcement tool, you can type, you can record audio and video as well. It's really easy as long as your computer, any device you use has a webcam. And then you can just start the web, uh, start recording very quickly. I think it's, a, I actually would prefer this method because it would allow you to, uh, allow your students to see you. And uh, as long as you're comfortable recording yourself. All right, uh, if you already get some ideas about how you are going to communicate with your students in the summer, we are going to talk about uh, connection. 
you may already have done that uh, when you teach face to face you introduce uh, yourself and ask your students to introduce themselves I, it's a, a good idea to continue doing that while your students are running remotely and it's even uh, more important that you get to know your students and in addition to getting to know your students through their introduction we also suggest you do a little bit more to learn about your students needs and the last suggestion we uh, have here for connection is that to preparing your students for remote learning some of your students may be new to Georgia Tech and some of your students may new to maybe new to Canvas and uh, sometimes uh, some students may be new to the remote learning so when you introduce yourself consider adding a photo of you to the introduction and as you uh, just mentioned using video recording is a good idea and then in addition to who you are in your uh, in the introduction you may share some interesting things about you and then you can tell your students to do the same in the in their introduction because students are away from campus uh, they could be anywhere so it may be good to know your students more for example which time zones are they located in uh, what technologies can they easily access while they are away from campus or what concerns them the most about taking your course remotely and we have a survey that you could use to get to know your students more this survey is available in canvas comments uh, you can import the survey into your course you should see it when you go to canvas and then uh, select comments from the left uh, navigation menu if you don't see it uh, you may do a search for CETO and then you will see all the resources we share uh, in comments prepare students for remote learning as I just said your uh, remote learning may be new to your students and it may be helpful to provide them with some resources that will prepare them for remote learning so in this remote learning uh, students guide we uh, provide students tips for effective in remote learning we also introduce them to the nine essentials of using cameras we also provide a resource guide for them to get help and support for example technical support campus services and academic support this remote learning students guide can be input into your course from canvas comments as well so these are the three strategies we suggest for connecting with your students and connecting your students with academic uh, support and, uh, and campus services so what are other ideas you have regarding connecting with your students i would like you to take a minute to jot down some ideas on your worksheet there's um, some questions, Chawa, about getting students to do audio or video uh, introductions of themselves in Canvas and also like managing that for larger classes. Yes, uh, as I mentioned, you can use uh, the, the Canvas. It's really easy to for both instructors and students to record audio 
and video and post them in Canvas. You can do it through the discussion board. Uh, you can start a thread, say, class introduction or self-introduction that would allow students to, to create a message, whether it's text, audio, or video. For large classes, it may be a lot for students to post. The discussion tour would allow you to divide students into uh, groups and then do a group introduction. If you want to, if you don't want the discussion thread to be too long because you have 150 students and everybody replied to the same uh, thread, uh, that would be uh, using group discussion would be an, uh, an alternative to do that. And there is a tool called voice thread. It's an external tool, but it's integrated with Canvas. And uh, it it's a good tool for uh, posting video recording and comments by using video recording as well. And voice thread, it's, uh, it's supported by Georgia Tech. It's a tool we have a license for. Yes, VoiceThread is integrated with Canvas. Wherever you create an assignment, you choose external tour, and VoiceThread will be on the list of all external tours for Canvas. All right, we are going to talk about three types of interaction in teaching and learning. So in a class, uh, the, uh, our students, the learner, will interact with content and their peers and their instructors. So this call, this this is called three types of interaction in teaching and learning. And it will not automatically happen. You need to do something to uh, facilitate this three types of interaction. So for learner content interaction, one of the techniques you could use is active learning. Uh, you just not you do not just simply post your course materials to the Canvas site and expect students to uh, to actively interact with the content. What, uh, some of the things you can do, for example, if you record your lecture, you can embed questions or quizzes. And you may also want to encourage note-taking while they watch the recorded lecture or when they attend live classes. And uh, to facilitate their note-taking, you may provide question prompts. I, what kind of question prompts re really depends on the content. Can, uh, provide, you can provide very specific question prompts related to the content, or you can use some general question prompts for students to think about the content. I provide you with a list of question plum examples in the handout. You may take a look to see if you can use them or modify them before you use them. So students are located everywhere in the summer. However, learning remotely does not mean learning alone. It's still possible uh, for students to learn with each other. So here are a few examples that students can learn, can interact with each other and learn from each other. One of the most commonly used uh, activities is online discussions. Or you can uh, 
ask the students to review each other's uh, assignments or project. You may think that you know students do not know how to provide feedback to other students or the peer review tends to be very superficial. Great idea, I like your work. It's really cool, you know, students try to uh, just finish the, uh, the, the task and they, uh, the peer feedback does not, it's not always very constructive. However, one of the comments that I heard from students about peer review is that even they do not receive a lot of constructive feedback from their peers, the process of reading other people's work and providing feedback to others help them learn a lot. And then you can, uh, of course, uh, you can ask your students to do group assignment or project or presentation. So students at Georgia Tech have very positive uh, experience with online discussions if they are facilitated well. In our survey that was conducted in 2016, the majority of students, whether they are residential or online, they all agreed that online discussions were uh, variable to their learning. We asked students who took the survey uh, what suggestions they have for effective online discussion. They gave these are the top thing, five things they recommended doing when for online discussions. In addition to suggestions from students, uh, we have tips from Georgia Tech instructors as well. I provided two links to videos uh, in which the instructors, uh, some a few instructors from Georgia Tech talk about their uh, strategy for uh, facilitating online discussions and building on, uh, learning community in online courses. We are, we are not going to uh, show those videos now, but you can go back and then watch them. It's helpful to have the suggestions and tips from both students and uh, instructors uh, at Georgia Tech. However, please keep in mind some fundamentals uh, for doing effective online discussions. Uh, first of all, you need to think about which tour, which discussion tour you're going to use. We have two discussion tours in Canvas. One is the Canvas tour called Discussions, another is a third-party tour called Piazza. I have included a very detailed feature comparison about this uh, between these tours in the handout. You may take a look and select one of them. And the next thing you need to do is set very clear expectation on participation. Because if students do not know what is, what is to be expected, they may not participate at all and then uh, choose the discussion topics and then provide question prompts. If you decide to grade the discussion, you may provide a rubric on how the discussions are to be uh, graded. So how to interact with your students uh, while you are away and then you don't see them regularly in classroom anymore. So here are a few suggestions. The core of this uh, suggestion is that providing opportunities for both asynchronous and synchronous interaction. You do not need to conduct a Blue Jeans class every day to make your students feel that you are present. Uh, you can do 
other things asynchronously. For example, participating in a discussion, recognize students' good posts, and when students submit assignment, provide them with timely feedback. And if you see the need of using virtual office hours, do it. Or if you have TAs, you may ask your TA to conduct the virtual office hours. When you do that, record it and make it available for your students to review. So these are the suggestions or tips or best practices for course engagement uh, through communication, connection, and interaction. So now I would like you to discuss with your colleagues about ideas and strategies of yours. Uh, welcome back, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful discussion with your colleagues during the breakout section. Some of you already uh, record your uh, discussion on the Padlet. Let me, let's see. A few. Uh, you can post it later. Um, the link, uh, the, the Padlet link is available to you uh, on the course uh, in, uh, engagement web page. And uh, some of you mentioned here in Piazza, uh, Piazza is a discussion tour. However, one of the new features in Piazza is allow you to do a live Q&A. And uh, some of the posting here mentioned that Q&A feature. And there is the BlueJean Q&A feature for BlueJean's events. We are using BlueJean's meeting. However, BlueJean's events has the uh, Q&A feature. I would also like to mention that Piazza has a Q&A feature as well. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. And if you have any questions regarding how to create engaging experience for remote learning, please feel free to contact us. We have, CETO has a consultation form. Uh, it's the link. It's included in the handout. And thank you, everybody.